1: Post your free job on LinkedIn.com slash recommend today.
2: All right, a couple of other quick things I want to get your impressions on as far as takeaways or things we heard pre and post game during the weekend. Uh, Saquon Barkley says he's not interested in setting the market in free agency for running backs. Obviously, with David Montgomery, a free agent with the Bears unsettled at that position. Saquon Barkley, we've talked about him before. We'll continue to address the possibility. Did did that comment pique your curiosity any more than it has already piqued? Well, this is a a
1: thorough but not totally complete list of running backs that are due to hit free agency in a couple months. Saquon Barkley, Josh Jacobs, Miles Sanders, Jamal Williams, Kareem Hunt, Jarek McKinnon, Dave Montgomery, Devin Singletary, Damian Harris, possibly Tony Pollard. That is a, a, a really nice shelf for folks to be shopping off of, I don't know what 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 Saquon Barkley's long term sort of vision is for his career and what he wants it to be. Um, but what were you, what were your what were your takeaways on that? Because it, it it is another piece in that puzzle in New York that that has to be figured out.
2: I'd be very tempted. I'd be very tempted if I'm Ryan Poles, depending on the price. I know it's not a premium position, but you put Saquon Barkley behind Justin Fields, and all of a sudden you've got a video game bear style
1: and, and, and in an offense where where Luke gets he likes dedicating himself to the run out of you know like listen like Luke would throw it 90% of the time if he could but he also ha- hasn't shown the stubbornness to say like we can't develop a a reliable fortified ground game. You you throw Sa- Saquon Barkley in there and the, the league's best rushing attack suddenly got more dangerous.
2: Yeah. And you play to the strengths of your offensive line, whatever it's constituted of with in, in, in terms of new pieces and, and leftovers and holdovers. So I, I do think it's not something that we should just dismiss because, oh, Saquon Barkley would never come to Chicago. Money talks and certainly their emphasis on the running game would appeal to any running back. So I think you have to consider that as a possibility. So when he said that, I'm like, oh, that's interesting. That's very interesting indeed. All right, the tight ends. You look at the four teams in in the final four in the championship round or the conference championship round, and you've got Kittle, you've got Goder, you've got uh, – Kelsey. Kelsey, and obviously – Hayden Hurst. Yeah, Hayden Hurst. But the three big ones are are teams that when you look at a commonality between the conferences, you know, you wonder after what Kelsey did with 14 catches, after the way Kittle helped his quarterback win that game, can we talk about what Justin Fields can do to become Jalen Hurts and take that next step? Is Cole Komet – I know he's, he's your guy, but, I mean, is Cole Komet capable of becoming somebody like that as he, as he ascends in his second year in the same offense.
1: Well, he's not just my guy. He's Ryan Poles' guy. Ryan Poles told you that he was the one blue-chip candidate outside of Justin Fields on his roster, and he couldn't come up with a second name earlier this month. And so they obviously have high hopes about, about where his career is headed. Uh, you know, look, like he, he's more a, a, of a Kittle-type tight end than a, a Kelsey-type tight end. You're never going to get that, that – um, damage that travis kelsey does i mean travis kelsey is going to be a first ballot hall of famer now with the production he's having in kansas city Comet plays more of that kittle role where you can rely on him as a as a grinding blocker in the running game and then slip him out and get get some pass production i don't think he's as good as george kittle that's not to say he can't Get to those levels he certainly can could be a dallas goddard type in terms of what he what he lends to an offense um i'd like to see them get him more help at the position you know and be able to to, to run some different personnel groupings out there and and be able to utilize some things uh that's your hope i mean when the general manager singles you out as a a a blue chip building block on the roster. The hope is that you become more than just a, a starter, that you become a every week impact starter. And so that's what the Bears need Cole Komet to be going forward. Otherwise, their endorsements of him aren't, aren't valid.
2: When you're a team like the Bears and you could end up drafting anywhere in the first round, depending on how much wheeling and dealing you do, I think it would be a fascinating dilemma for the Bears to be facing, okay, you're 17, you're 18 after trading down twice, say, and there's Michael Mayer, the Notre Dame tight end, on, (laughs) on the board, and you're looking at Cole Komet's already on your roster. What do you do there? Do you stockpile tight ends? Not a premium position, but I do think there's all kinds of fun stuff to consider because Michael Mayer is one of those guys That when you know when you project out, it's supposed to be somebody like Kittle and Goddard and Kelsey. You just don't know. He's supposed to be the best tight end available. That would be. That I think that would not be something I'd recommend for the Bears, but it would be fun for them to consider.
1: Yeah, nor would I. I wouldn't I wouldn't recommend that route. I would say that this is we're right back in the same spot we're so used to with the Bears, where it's like no matter what they do with that first round pick, you're gonna go, oh yeah, makes sense. They need help there. <laughs> you know, like
2: Right. right. Every, they need help everywhere. The last thing I have was just something that is very familiar, but boy, it never gets old. Well, Robbie Gold never gets old, apparently, because he turned 40 in December. December 6th, he celebrated his 40th birthday. And on Sunday, he hit his 29th straight field goal in the playoffs during his career in the 23rd straight since the bears decided to cut him before the 2016 season one of the dumbest moves they've ever made in retrospect robbie gold still going strong and it looked like he was laughing he was having such a good time it looked like he was just amused like oh boy the cowboys have their head case at quarterback or kicker with the case of the yips and here i am kicking four more field goals to lead my team to a victory
1: I'm going to give you a tangent, and then I'm going to get into my domino effect part of the Robbie Gold conversation, which I asked you to ask me about here. So the tangent is that we had my son's birthday party. And for my son's birthday party, after we went and played basketball with his friends for an hour, we went over to a restaurant to watch 49ers Cowboys. Every kid, there were 11 kids there, got an index card. On one side was a 49ers player. On the other side was a Cowboys player. If any of those players scored, they got to pick from the candy basket. So my son had a first choice in the envelope because it was his birthday and he pulled an envelope. His Cowboys player was Peyton Hendershot, who literally 30 seconds after he pulled the card, it showed up on the uh, on the, the the TV. Peyton Hendershot out for, for tonight's oh, game. Boy. So he's pissed. He turns it over, he says Robbie Gold. He goes, Robbie Gold, oh man, I, I like I wanted a better 49 than this. I said, sit still. This is gonna be pretty good for you. Four trips to the candy basket later, he's got himself a little stockpile of candy that, you know, uh, me and my wife are actually trying to get rid of. And now it's back in our household. So uh, that's the aside there. You mentioned the numbers. 67 for 67 all time and postseason kicks. That's field goals and extra points. Has never missed a kick in the postseason. This is stuff that when Robbie comes up for Hall of Fame conversation, you cannot ignore You know, right? Like this guy has played forever. He scored a ton of points. He's the all time leading scorer of one of the NFL's charter franchises. He's got this sparkling postseason track record of being clutch. And so here, here was the ripple effect to this, because you think about David, the day that Robbie Gold was let go. I know I was stunned. This is Labor Day weekend of 2016. And the ripple effect traces back to a couple weeks before that when old Hronis Grassu tore his ACL in a family fest practice at Soldier Field. and A lot of people don't don't think back to all of this, but all of a sudden the Bears offensive line was in flux. (laughs) Cornelius Edison was the Bears' backup center in that moment. And John Foxman said, oh man, we're going to the season with Cornelius Edison as our center? Like, what, what are we doing? How are we doing this? So eventually the Bears slide Cody Whitehair over to center. And in order to fill that spot at guard, they went and got a guy from up in Green Bay who had just been let go and needed to pay him. Josh Sitton came and ended up being a Pro Bowl contributor for the Bears. But in order to clear room for Josh Sitton on the roster, they had him fined some space to cut on the salary. And so it's no coincidence that on the, on the, the weekend that the bears signed Josh Sitton was the exact same weekend that Robbie gold was let go. And I know for a fact that those two things were related and they thought the easiest possible way to clear salary space was to get rid of a kicker because kickers don't matter. And oh my gosh, did bears fans learn better over the last six or seven years in a lot of different ways on how much good reliable kickers actually matter.
2: That's quite a domino effect. Pronus <laughs> uh, Grasso and the Soldier Field turf. I think that you need to number one, find out where is Horonus Grasso now? And secondly, you need to write that before the NFC Championship game. That would be a great story in Chicagotribune.com. I would read it.
1: Yeah, well I just told it to you. So we can just (laughs) (laughs) transcribe
2: it's really our dead, huh, Dan? (laughs) We can (laughs) transcribe it and then put it. (laughs) I'm trying to throw you a lifeline here saying, Okay, I need the the element of the printed word. I still appreciate that. That's a right. You're
1: right. But like literally that's it. And like again, if you want to trace it back as far as the the sod at Soldier Field, and I mean we could probably find a a, a, some concert that was at Soldier Field nine (laughs) days before Horonis Grasso went down that we could blame for the injury, right?
2: This is Kenny Chesney's fault.
1: <laughs> I'm going to find the Soldier Field summer 2016 schedule. Okay. And, if and it's Taylor, and we'll Schultz, know.
2: we're just not going to talk about it any longer. Okay, <laughs> we're just going to pretend it never happened. All right, anything else? Because this has been a fun one. The, the life through the Bears prism, that's the way we see January's in Chicago.
1: Yeah, my last thing is just watching Jalen Hurts play. Um, it's truly impressive right now. And we mentioned at the outset how much he's got going on around him. Obviously, he's got the playmakers, but they're so fortified up front that he that he's comfortable back there. When I look at Jalen Hurts, I see uh, and I compare him to Justin Fields. Justin Fields, to me, is a, a much more dangerous runner. I think Justin Fields has more arm talent. What Jalen Hurts has done at this point to distinguish himself is that he's seeing it and he's reacting, and he's knowing where to go with the football without putting it in harm's way a lot. And that is the next step for Justin Fields. He can certainly get on that ladder and climb that step, but that is where... Jalen Hurts has, has made himself a better quarterback at this point than Justin Fields, who has more physical weapons uh, in his toolbox, I think, than Jalen Hurts has. So it's fascinating to watch a guy who's going to be now in the MVP conversation playing for a chance to win uh, the NFC. And now all of a sudden you've got a guy in, in Justin Fields who can look at that and go, OK, what does he do that I don't?